past year, the phrase girl dad has become common thanks to legendary basketball player and father Kobe Bryant. And Ravens head coach John Harbaugh is a prime example of Kobe's iconic moniker. Harbs has always proudly shared his daughter Allison's success and has made a point to make her a part of the Ravens organization and family, just like he would have if he had had a son. The third member of the Harbaugh trio is Ingrid, John's wife and Allison's mom, who the other two Harbaugh say is the most athletic and driven of the bunch. Ingrid helps both navigate the highs and lows of being in the Baltimore spotlight. Honestly, they remind me of my own little family trio. They're an athletic and competitive family who are extremely compassionate and care deeply about this community. And that's why I'm so excited to have Allison and Ingrid on this episode of the Purple Chair Podcast to take you inside life as an NFL family. Ingrid, I'll start with you to kind of set the stage for everybody to how we got here. How did you and John originally meet? John and I met at Western Michigan University. Go Broncos. <laughs> uh, I was actually working in the baseball office and in the building there, all the sports offices are in a huge hallway and they just keep going down the hall one after another and football office was at the end of the hall kind of took up this whole big you know cul-de-sac there and I love baseball but I wasn't I'm like yeah baseball job I can't wait so I was in there and I saw him walk down the hall and that's how we met and he stuck his head in and said hi I'm like hi and then um from there I mean we had a long distance relationship he moved around a lot for college football, uh, 14 years in there. And then, um, I met up with him again later on and then eventually got married in Cincinnati. And yeah, so we just met each other at the athletic facility. (laughs) That's awesome. How long have you guys been married now? We've been married 30 years. Wow. That's incredible. Yes. So you kind of touched on this, a coaching journey can really be all over the place, you know, and it can be, have its ups and downs. It's obviously a tough field to get, to break into. Um, but was there a point when you realized like this really is going to be like a viable option for him? Like he could become an NFL head coach because people can coach for years and never make it to this point. Well, we just thought, honestly, we'd be coaching in the college level mm-hmm. and we finally made it into the big 10. We thought, yeah, this is going to be <laughs> great. And we were there one year and then Philadelphia Eagles called and for a special teams coach, and it worked out, and we thought we never thought we'd be in the NFL. And then as time went on in the NFL, he, he thought, well, you know, maybe I can be a head coach. And he was his mentor, Andy Reid, who's head coach at Kansas City, uh, you know, really kind of helped him out, you know, and just said, you know, just got to keep plugging away, and eventually had a, you know, an opportunity to do that. Even, like, when you, when you get the call to come to Baltimore, I'm sure, like, I'm just curious, I guess, did you expect that you'd be here for 13 years? I feel like that's so rare in the NFL that it's such like a volatile field that did you have any inclination that like this would be such a permanent spot for you guys? No, not at all. (laughs) Considering we moved around five different colleges and then went to Philly and Philly, we had a long run too for 10 years, which is unheard of. And then coming here, I guess, you know, it's, we've been blessed and 14 years is a very long time, especially as a head coach. So we were just like, oh my gosh, this is great. So that's awesome. So let's talk about games because obviously that's a big day of the week for your family. And Sundays are probably the most important day of the week. But Allison, you guys were able to share this really special tradition as you grew up here that you guys were able to be together for the national anthem. So how did that start? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Um, Well, I used to work on the field and deliver papers to the coaches on the sideline ever since I was in like fifth grade. And um, 
I was, one day my dad was just like, yeah, come on up with National Anthem with me. Like, why not? You're already on the sideline. I was like, okay. And then one day we just started standing next to each other and just became a thing as the years went on. Every time we would do it every Sunday and eventually it just became a tradition and something that really special that we could share together. Was, not many people would get the opportunity to do that, you know, so it was a really cool experience for sure. Totally. I'm sure like last year with COVID that kind of probably messed that up and then, but has he missed that now that you've been gone in college? Yeah, I think so. Sometimes <laughs> he's like, oh, I wish you could work on the sidelines, like stand national. And he's like, I'm lonely back there. Aww. But yeah, no, it's okay. It's, it's still something really cool that we got to do for a while. Do you guys have any game day like superstitions as a family? We don't though. I think John's mom, Jackie does. <laughs> She's very superstitious. But So I think maybe I don't want to be superstitious because it's just too much to keep track of. So sure. yeah, we really don't. Yeah. What are her superstitions? Oh, wear the same socks, the same outfit, the <laughs> so same everything. jewelry. Yes. That don't, if wash you had the a, clothes. don't wash the clothes. Yeah. And then if you lose them, it wipes it all out and start again. You guys had the really unique um, opportunity as a really extended family that for the Super Bowl game, obviously Jim was there too. So it was like your broader family. What was that like for you guys to really experience a Super Bowl as an extended family? Well, I had no problem with it. I was like total Ravens, 100%. I hit, John's family was split. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was aunts, uncles, you know, different sides. And I really felt bad for his parents because they had to be neutral, you know, because sure. well, somebody's going to lose and somebody's mm -hmm. going to win. And I think even John, it was tough. Because, you know, he won. That's great. I won the Super Bowl, but he couldn't celebrate like a normal head coach would want to celebrate. You know, he had to keep it kind of subdued. So I think that was tough. Yeah. Because it's such a rare opportunity for your yeah. son to be in the Super Bowl. And then you add in like you have both of them. Like, that's crazy. Did you were you able to be on the sidelines with him for the national anthem? For yeah, that too? I was at the Super Bowl on the sidelines. It was so fun. I get chills just like thinking about that. <laughs> like, that's uh, such a special moment that you guys were able to share. Um, what was it like kind of for the week leading up to it? Obviously, there was a lot of like scrutiny on the brothers. You know, they're, they're, everyone was talking about that all week. But what was that like week like for you guys as a family? It was kind of nerve wracking, you know. Uh, I know that San Francisco arrived before the Ravens did, and then we watched them arrive there and get off the plane, and you know, so it was kind of surreal. And then, and then we left, and then I didn't, we didn't get there till Thursday before, so we weren't there, to, you know. So mm -hmm. we kind of avoided the whole interviews and all that stuff. We let Jack and Jackie do that, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But um, it was surreal, like you said. It's like I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe it. You know, it's just, it was it was kind of tough. So the Super Bowl is obviously a highlight. You know, those are the, the peak moments. It doesn't really get any better than that. But when the team isn't doing well, which fortunately here has not been that often, but what is that, like, does it affect you guys at all at home? And what is that like? Yeah, um, I remember, like, in middle school and high school, it was so hard when we would lose. Like, I would come to school on Monday, and I feel like there would just be this elephant in the room. Like, you know, I went to a small private school, so everyone would just kind of be like, Oh, like, tough game, or, like, when I went to a co-ed school, like, all the guys would give me crap about, like, losing, and it was just, like, every Monday after a loss, I'd just be kind of dreading to hear what people were going to say, or anything, like, kind of witty that they would have, I'm just like, oh my gosh, so, I would say now it's definitely changed, like, now that I'm at, in college, in a bigger, like, environment, but in high school, it was, it was definitely tough, it was just that much more, like, pressure and, like, anxiety, I guess, to do well yeah and like you don't really know another life than that like your dad's always been the head coach here. he's one of the most like identifiable people in the area that's got to be tough like growing up especially playing sports I'm sure 
Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, in lacrosse, I would always have my last name on the on my back of my jersey, and it would be tough sometimes, or people would find out, like, in basketball lacrosse, someone would, like, you know, have some, some cheap shot thing to say mm-hmm. at me. I was just like, oh, my gosh. So it's definitely just an extra layer to worry about sometimes. So, but, I mean, something, like, this cool to be a part of, like, definitely has its ups and downs. So it has two sides to it, but... I mean, it is what it is, just like being in the spotlight, I guess, with him. As a mom, like, how do you kind of prepare her for that? We would talk, like, every Sunday night if we had a loss. I'm like, just go in there and be proud of your dad. And if they say anything, just, you know, I'm always like, give it back to them. She's like, mom, (laughs) I can't. I'm like, I know, because a lot of times it was the boys, you know. But uh, once in a while she'd, she'd say a few things back. But it was just, you just say, I'm proud of my dad. You know, you can't win them all. And that's, uh, for me, I could avoid things if I wanted, or I just did my daily things that I did and not worried about it, you know? Yeah, totally. I read a quote from your dad that he was really proud of how you handled that because there is like extra pressure when you have that last name and playing lacrosse in this area. So that's really um, special to me. What is it like for you guys as a family kind of being out in the community here? It's it's good though. I mean, we love Baltimore. It's, it's very homey you know Mm -hmm. it's um more so than we loved philly too but it's so big you know so here it's uh you get to once you're ingrained into a school um you really get to know the the parents as you know and her friends and then in sports you get to know those parents too and and that kind of became our family because nobody lives here our families are all in the midwest so it's kind of nice you know everybody's very welcoming and you know, they almost like a the parents are kind of on a, like a protection unit for us sometimes. You know, especially in the cross, like the dads are like, "Oh, let's let's go make sure coach is okay over there." You know, if people are trying to get, get you know a picture or something like that, and it was it was nice. You know, we felt like we had a second family here. Yeah, I I feel like since Baltimore is so small and he's been here for forever, like we don't really go anywhere like a restaurant or anything without being recognized like when we're with him. But everyone is just like so nice and so positive. Like I remember, I think it was two years ago after a playoff win, like we walked into like a pizza restaurant and people just started standing up and clapping for my dad. It was like (laughs) such a cool moment. It was just really cool so I feel like the city just has really embraced him and like us which is really cool yeah that has to make you proud that's awesome how do you handle it Ingrid like when you hear criticism of him well I actually I I hardly even listen to the news or read it in the during football season Mm -hmm. because it can get pretty bad you know even winning the Super Bowl you still had critics out there and so I pretty much block it out like I'll watch the local WBAL sports, you know, with Jerry Sandusky. And, and that's about it. I, I try to keep it out of my mind because I, I get, don't get me on Twitter or don't get me because <laughs> that's why I'm not on social media because I think I would be really, you know, having a tough time, you know, just defending him. So, yeah. Yeah, which is totally natural. When we had Amanda Tucker on and she was talking about how sometimes like the other family members are the hardest ones to kind of like corral. She's like, you have the same last name as him. You can't be on there commenting back at people like saying all this stuff. She's like, I I know that you, you want to support him, but like, she's like, it's not me. It's everybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So I want to go back to talking about lacrosse a little bit. And during the pandemic, obviously, your dad was home a lot more. And there was an article about how he was kind of your defender, your goalie (laughs) standing in there for you. So what was that like? I know it was probably special getting to have a lot more time with him at home before you did head off to college. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's always, ever since I was little, always been my defender, like always been out there in the backyard whenever we can, like coaching me up on different things. Like after games, we'll be like, okay, we'll have to work on this one thing. I'm like, no, we just go out in the yard. But like looking back on it now I'm so thankful that we did that just like having those little moments all the time just like made me so much better as a player and as a person and I think it's really something that we share and bond over and especially like with the pandemic we were literally stuck at home we had nothing to do except play lacrosse (laughs) and like compete against each other like there was no one to like compete against and so we would play one-on-one and basketball lacrosse like board games pool like whatever (laughs) we could find like get something some competition but yeah I mean that was like really special because I feel like I wouldn't have had that much time like with my dad or my mom like if the pandemic hadn't happened especially having that right before I went off to college that was actually really cool that I got that much extra time like spending with them so is he any good at lacrosse he's gotten better he's (laughs) he's learned to throw and catch um but he refuses to learn how to cradle for some reason like which is like you really need to know how to do that if you want (laughs) to run with the ball and he's like I don't want to learn I'm like well you kind of have to but I mean he's gotten better he's a good defender he's a good athlete so he can move his feet around so that's all we really need (laughs) and he had like a knee surgery so he's using that as a little bit of an excuse I'm sure like oh I'm a little slower now (laughs) it's like I'm old new knee I'm like okay okay (laughs) do you have like his competitive drive would you say a hundred percent yeah we all three of us have such a competitive drive like I remember in quarantine like we would literally be competing in anything like running up the stairs (laughs) like playing a board game like playing uno and like even since I was little like when if I lost a game like I would like throw the board and I'd be like you really (laughs) can't do that but we do get very competitive even the slightest things but I mean it makes me us better as people and I mean we do have to like kind of be like okay let's that's just silly like let's stop (laughs) but it's always fun so and I always felt like I was like her and and John would play like around a pool like all right, well, loser plays mom. I'm like, thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm just sitting there like, hmm. So, I had to motivate. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get that one. No, you're the best one out of all of us. Well, that I was going to ask you because John says a lot that you are in much better shape than he is. So he says that you're the best athlete in the family. Well, that's so nice. Um, I don't know. I have always been active. You know, it just, that's kind of way my brain has you know since I was little and always have worked out or you know cross country track softball all these years and basically and once Allison got old enough I'm like okay why don't you come over to the gym with me we're gonna work out and you know it's been good because at a young age she kind of understood if you're gonna play a sport and you're serious you know let's let's also make sure the body's you know strong and mm-hmm. Yeah, she's definitely the one that motivates both my dad and I. Like, we'll be on the couch. She's like, why don't we go for a walk? And she just pushes and motivates us to be our best and be, like, help, happy and healthy. And it's like, oh, like, maybe don't eat that extra brownie <laughs> or something. <laughs> but it's great. I'm so thankful for it. Yeah, she's the best one out of all of us. So I love that. That's really special that you can all three, like, really share that. I grew up, so I'm an only child as well, also an only girl. And so I grew up with both my parents super involved in sports, but I have to ask because we see, you know, the head coach John Harbaugh out on the field arguing with refs. He doesn't like a play call, but like, what is he like 
as uh, on the sidelines of your game. So like my dad coached me growing up for me, it was always, he was tougher on me, you know, than everyone else. But what is, what was he like kind of like on the sidelines growing up? I feel like he's honestly like the complete opposite uh, in my games. Like he's Mm -hmm. very quiet. He doesn't say a word like during my games. I feel like he wants me like individually to do so well. He just kind of sits there like and keeps to himself and watches anxiously, I would say, and doesn't really say anything. At least that's what I've like noticed about him. So there's been very few times where he's like actually like spoken. I feel like he just kind of sits there (laughs) nervously. Well, the one time he did speak to the ref at a lacrosse game, (laughs) Um, it kind of got out of uh, control a little bit. It, it was kind of a funny story. She, Allison was defending and she, and on the ride when the attacker is trying to defend. And um, she pushed the girl and happened to be right in front of us. And John said, good job, Allison. That, that was really good. And the ref turned to John and said, no, it wasn't. You know, I called, I whistled. That wasn't good. And, he, and he's like, don't say that to her. And he said, I can say that whatever I want to her. That's my daughter. So come to find out, it was you know it was a tournament. So the next day we saw the ref in the parking lot, and John's like, "Oh my gosh, I I need to go say something to him." Well, the ref actually went to Western Michigan at the same time no as he was there coaching football. So they you know where they were laughing, and it was it was funny. But it was like the one time that he was like encouragement. <laughs> the referee had said something to him. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's that's so funny. It's a small world. Um, do you think he's more nervous watching you than Ravens games? I would think so because I feel like he in Ravens games he has a job and he you know has some kind of control over the team and things. But just watching my games, like he's literally just a part of the crowd and he can't really do anything. So I think that probably makes him more nervous. Sure, he doesn't have any control over the outcome. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you mentioned this earlier. You know, you're off at Notre Dame now playing lacrosse. What has that transition been like for you? Um, it's been really good. I mean, I honestly, like we were talking about before, like those extra practices in the backyard have helped me like be prepared so much for the lacrosse aspect and being an only child, I'm such a homebody. Like, I feel like I'm so close to both of my parents that that part of it was definitely like hard. Um, just missing them, missing seeing them every day, but we always talk on the phone, like every day, multiple times a day. And like this year it's been, I've gotten used to it. It's been, it's been really good. Um, they've definitely helped prepare me in so many aspects of my life, but. What has it been like for you transitioning to being like empty nesters now that she's there? It's very difficult. (laughs) I thought it would be tough and it is because, you know, she's my best friend and, um, we always laugh because we'll see Alice, you know, it's her nickname on there, Allie Pally. We're like, Alice's calling, Alice's calling. She's <laughs> FaceTiming us. We're like so excited, you know, and we, we want to let her have her space and with her, she's got such a busy schedule. So we don't want to bug her, you know, but when at, at night she always me. fits us in and a little call or, or we text a little bit in the day, how was your class or but we're so excited when we when we talk to her. It's pretty much every day or a couple times a day just to say hi. And do you guys get up there a fair amount? Uh, yeah. Right now, I I've been up there the last couple of weekends. Allison's had fall ball, which they have um, one more game actually, so they had a lot of games this fall. But John has not. However, they have with our bye week next week. It falls on. Uh, they have a lacrosse banquet. It's 25 years of Notre Dame lacrosse. So actually, we're going to go up there, and, and John's going to go. So that'll be fun. We'll just be in and out, but it'll be nice. That's awesome. It's great that you guys will get to share that. Being at Notre Dame now, do you feel like you kind of have a little more separation from the, like, being Allison Harbaugh that you do, like, growing up in Baltimore? Yeah, I think so. Like, 
I feel like everyone knew who I was at my school and in Baltimore and on my teams. Um, but not everyone knows that in Notre Dame. I mean, it's, you know, 10,000 people. It's a lot bigger. No one's going to just walk by and recognize me or anything like that. And people don't, like, really put it together since it's out of context, I guess. But, sure. yeah, so that's actually been, like, nice, um, not having to worry about that aspect as much, like that anxiety of people knowing or saying something. So that's actually been better, I feel like. Do you know, like, kind of what you want to do after college? I have no idea. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I've definitely thought about being a coach or, like, going into sports broadcasting. Like, I've just been around it my whole life. I think it's so fun and just, like, I love it. So I'm not sure yet, but it's definitely something that I'm thinking about following in his footsteps. That's awesome. It's definitely in your blood, for sure. A whole family, really. (laughs) I think you guys got that career on lock. (laughs) What does your family like to do together, like, away from football? We like to fish I mean it's so really funny. we do we and we have contests like how many did you catch we have a little dock that we fish off of in North Carolina um at our house and it is how many did you catch 14 oh what <laughs> you know I even I caught out you know like a crab John he'll catch like a crab and a shell He's the worst fisher. he is I don't know why but we we have competitions we we love fishing so yeah, yeah, we love, fi- like, doing any activities, yeah. I feel like, fishing, like, going for walks. Riding bikes. Riding bikes, yeah. We like relaxing, too, though, mm-hmm. in our in our free time, just sitting down watching Netflix, like, not what normal families do. Yeah. Do you guys have any shows that you binge together? Oh, yeah, we've had a few. I mean, we're big office people. That's a great one. Yeah, big, um, right now we're watching The Great British Bacon Show. <laughs> We got John hooked on it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That's Ted fun. Lasso. It's all all good yes. ones. We'll I, watch whatever. I feel like we've gotten some of those in like press conferences. He'll use like a quote from Ted Lasso or The Office. <laughs> so I feel like we can kind of tell what you guys are yeah. watching based on who yes. he's quoting. Yes. <laughs> Another thing he talks about a lot is how important like his faith is to him. And so obviously I'm sure that's important to your family. Like how important has your faith been as a family to kind of get you through some of those tougher moments? It's absolutely gotten us through. You know, we pray together. We pray together every night, the three of us. And actually, you know, when she's gone, we still say our prayer every night. And it's, you know, it's just something we always want to do together no matter what. And either that or we leave a message or we text it. You know, it's it's really just been, I think we've been so blessed and so thankful. And we do have a strong faith. And that's why, you know, with Allison too, uh, she's just, I think Notre Dame is a great fit for her because she's, such a strong Catholic, and I think it's really helped us as a family and just in this job. Totally. It's cool to be able to use, like, your platform in that way, too. Like, it's always really powerful to me when he's willing to share that. Like, I think that's really, really special. Um, So we talked about this a little bit earlier, but, um, you know, how important this Baltimore community has been to you. And you talked about kind of when you guys walked in, like, he clapped, everyone claps at the the pizza place. And I think I remember seeing that he decided to pick up the tab for the restaurant after that. And you guys did a big donation last year um, for all the frontline workers donating meals at the hospital. How important, why has it been so important to you to really give back to this community? I just think, you know, we've been so blessed and we want to help out the community because it seems like right now it's you know, hard times and it's always hard times, you know, but it, I really think if we can just make a little bit of difference and, and help the community and in different ways, um, we have different organizations that we help out with. I, I just feel like hopefully then somebody else might step up and pay it forward and, and, and keep it rolling. 
I think it's really important to help those in your community that you live in. I love that. All right, one last thing before we finish. We have a little game we do at the end. It's just a quick little this or that. It's a per- we call it the purple hot seat. It's not that intense, I promise. <laughs> so I'll just go through both of you with just four little this or that questions. So the first one is exciting game or a blowout win? We've had both this year so far. Oh, well, if we win the exciting game, I would say that. But blowouts are always fun, too. I would say exciting game, though. I'll say blow out because then I can relax yeah out there and just not have to worry about it I'm with you I was so ready for a blowout when I was like I cannot handle these down to the wire like stress I feel like I'm gonna like throw up in the last 30 seconds when like we don't know how it's gonna go um second one is rather watch lacrosse or football watch football I think because I can't I mean I've never played football but I've always enjoyed watching it well if Allison's playing watch lacrosse (laughs) but if she's not playing watch football off-season or football season? Oh, that's so hard. Um, as much as I love football season, I would have to say off-season just because it's more chill. We get more time spent with my dad. That's tough. I like the exhilaration of the season, and especially if it's going well, then it's like, yeah. But I do like the downtime. So I'm kind of... I'm kind of in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll get, we'll let you we'll let you do that. All right. The last one is Notre Dame football game or a Ravens game. Oh man, they're so different because I different. feel like the Ravens game is I'm invested in it and it's stressful. Whereas Notre Dame games sometimes are kind of nice because I can just kind of sit back and if we win or lose it doesn't really affect my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say Ravens games just because it's that much better when we win or lose and it's just. So cool to be part of the organization. I agree, Ravens games. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, ladies. This was great. I appreciate the time. Thank yeah, you for thank having you so us. Much. Ingrid told me that if the real housewives of the NFL came calling, they wouldn't stay long at the Harbaugh house because, in her words, they're, quote, so boring. But I'd have to politely disagree. The Harbaugh family is a breath of fresh air, and we're lucky they call Baltimore home. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Purple Chair Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review if you're enjoying the podcast. Subscribe and share with your friends. New episodes drop every other Tuesday. I'll talk to you soon.